0: Welcome to the testing room of the Parallax Corporation's Division of Human Engineering. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. Ten guns. I want it tomorrow night. I'll be right there with the money. Same place where we were before. Because if you ain't, I'll be looking for you and I'll find you too.
1: Welcome to Shortcuts, a bonus series from Prime Cut Podcast. These are open-ended movie conversations in 20 minutes or less about recent things Joe and I have watched or recent releases. In this episode, we talk about Joe's love for Out of the Furnace from 2013, a movie starring Christian Bale and Casey Affleck. We dive into Out of the Furnace and then bounce around various topics. Remember like and follow the pod scroll down on your podcast app hit hit the heart button share this with a couple of friends please remember you can follow us on instagram at prime underscore cut underscore podcast and you can email us give us a movie recommendation we'll cover it reach out to us let us know how we're doing at prime cut podcast at gmail.com and now uh without further ado enjoy the show
0: okay did you see Manchester by the Sea? Casey Affleck. Yes, I did. All right. You know the scene when they're, and this is a spoiler. There he meets he he runs into Michelle Williams again, and they're like, "She's like, I'm really sorry," and he's like, "I'm sorry, I, uh-huh. I don't." Want... I think the out of the furnace scene on the bridge with Bale and Zoe Saldana is on the it's close to that level. I do it too. Just, it just didn't get the the the, the claim.
1: Um. I de- I definitely think so Manchester by the Sea is one of the saddest movies yes ever especially as a parent so I'll never watch it again no nope. um, his performance Casey Affleck is a controversial guy he is but, so let's put all that shit aside for a second just to say this like he's amazing in that movie he's and amazing that, in that 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 makes me in Manchester by the Sea is 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 better it stands head and shoulders above it, it really, I think, is clearly better than the one in Out of the Furnace for me. For sure, it is. But it's in the same ballpark, man. I th- I and think the fact is, that yeah. he's doing he, – he was able to capture in Out of the Furnace that level of emotionality in the middle of a gritty Rust Belt thriller is pretty awesome. That's why I love the movie.
0: I love it, man. I think it's so good. And the first – Out of the
1: Furnace with Christian Bale – Casey Affleck. Woody Harrelson is Willem Dafoe, frightening in Sam that Shepard. Movie. Yeah, man. All kinds of really great guys. It's really good.
0: It, I don't know why it, it's it dark,
1: though. It is think, It is not a fun watch, right?
0: No, and I think that's probably why it doesn't get a lot of acclaim is because like I've seen it more than once because I really, really like the Bale performance, and I like what he's doing with it, but it's clear that like that's not something you put on. You're like, let's have a fun date night. Me and my wife going to watch it. You're like, oh, God.
1: No, it's it's almost like one of those things like here's a scenario where I might watch out of the furnace again. Number one, you mentioned it. Like this. So I might mm-hmm. watch it again because I haven't seen it for a year or two. And then I'm watching something Christian Bale and I'm like what are some of his best performances and this would come to mind and that would make totally. me want to watch it again. Yeah. And that's why it's one of those that's um it's dark but somehow in a manner like when Spoiler alert for the next 30 seconds. There's a scene in which Casey Affleck's about to die that's just so scary. Yep. And,
0: um, horrible. And you you know, you know, he's going to die. It's, it's, there's nothing he can do. He knows he's going to die.
1: And it's so, it's such a rough watch, but it's also like there's, this has happened before. Sure. It feels so real and gritty and like just. Like this is
0: probably what it's like when someone gets murdered. Right. That's what, and you're just like, oh.
1: That's miserable. You know yeah. about it for two minutes before it's gonna happen. Yep. And they're just I, like get you out of the car and get you away and off the road. Gosh, and you're God. like, I just
0: Yeah, know. know this is bad. I know this yeah. is bad. So I, I listened to it. But, a couple but like, of- that's weird
1: because you want to watch it again. And you want to watch it again because the performances Super are really Captain well done Jane, and good. the plots good.
0: Plots good. I have listened to a couple of I, I rewatched that a couple months ago and I was just like kind of into it for like a weekend and I listened to a couple of interviews with Bale, and he, he's like kind of methody, but he's not like pretentious about it where he, so he's not like, don't refer to me as Christian when I'm not on the set or anything like that. He doesn't do that, but like he wanted to like understand what it was like to work manual labor. Like that guy's like a, a welder. He did that. He like did some welding, you know, he moved to that. He lived in that little town for like a couple of months while he was preparing for it, like was on the set early, like, and you can feel it cuz dude this is like a british guy from wales but when you watch that movie you're like oh he could he feels like a guy in like northern ohio or southern pennsylvania who's like really that that's what it feels like and i know he, that he's he looks like he works car
1: his whole life for that's sure that's
0: what's so crazy is that i know that's christian bale you know this is the guy who does who did you know um what's who's the vice president what was his name Chaney. Uh, cheney dick he did he plays dick cheney he, he's played bruce and vice yeah he's played uh patrick Baven in american psycho uh, he is such an iconic guy except he slips into this role i'm like oh he looks like a guy who who and he uh it's just super powerful movie i like it
1: yeah it's really good and it's it's a testament to him to one of those things with these british guys that you forget is like this isn't their first dialect oh, no nope. and i was listening to an interview with similarly one of these british guys that i kind of like was annoying to me at first that i've grown to really respect is andrew garfield i think Mm. he's a good actor Mm -hmm. i just think he's good Mm -hmm. and he annoyed me a little bit when he came out in spider-man but honestly i was listening to him give an interview and he was talking about the acting process and his native tongue which is british and I was just blown away. I was like, how does he so convincingly do an American accent? Like I'm never even questioning it. And usually everything I see with him is using an American accent. That's right, pretty yeah. impressive.
0: Cause yeah, some guys cannot ever, do
1: it. Some guys has He ever played a
0: British it. guy. I don't think he has. Now that I think about it,
1: I'm sure he has. I just, I'm not like he kind of, he's done a lot of like eclectic stuff that i I'm not tapped into his full filmography. I'm sure he has, man.
0: The the two the two that stand out to me other than Spider Man are Social Network. He's awesome. He's awesome in that, dude. I rewatch the scene often when he goes back to Facebook. When he's like, "You cut me out of the you you cut me the, out." Yeah,
1: the the the, the like key scene him. in the movie. Yeah, I think like it's sm- the best scene in the movie. Isn't it awesome?
0: It's so good.
1: And he's the like, oh. way he's, I used to kind of think like the way he's huffing and puffing as he was walking, um, was. Kind of like not. I was like, "Is that is that how you'd react?" Until I stubbed my toe one time and caught myself doing it. And I was like, "All right, that's pretty damn good, honestly." You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: that's
1: good. I was oh, like, "I was puffing and puffing, dude." So, um, I love him. Yeah, I, think I he's thought great. he's awesome. And, he's, and but you know, back to your point. Like, I like those dark movies. I think Out of the Furnace is prime, as prime cut as they get. This is a yeah. it's a rough it, because it's. It is an elite movie. There's not a lot of flaws in it. It's really well done, but it's really dark. It's really gritty, and it's not mainstream, and yeah. it's not intended to be.
0: That's right, and you can tell that the that everyone who's in that movie is like, I know what this is, and I'm okay that this is not going to be a huge film, but all those actors that we just mentioned are very good. They fit together in that movie so well, but, man, that is it is... It's and good. the
1: other thing you'll find is these actors are big fans themselves of movies mm-hmm. and out of the furnace to your point is like a movie straight out of the 1970s. Yes. The, this was common fare. There yeah. were dark endings with morally ambiguous characters where you're not quite sure how you're supposed to feel about everything. And that's exactly what out of the furnace is. Yeah, I mean, there's some things that are just tragic and are sure. just emotional, but there's well, so just much.
0: Tied it, dude we just tied it to the deer hunter and it has like a lot of parallels of the deer hunter, which came out in what 1978 is one of the biggest Late movies 70s. Of the 70s. Yeah. yeah huge right. movie.
1: And I think that's a great comparison because we were having the conversation that deer hunter while being a masterpiece. And I, I'm always blown away by the beginning and how, you know, just captured the, Cimino captured the, uh, just the background of the rest belt and the mountains and where De Niro and Walken and those guys were from. and, mm-hmm. I, the characters in there, and the development, and the taking the time to do that is what I really love about the movie. But it gets so bleak.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a hard. really
1: it's, it's 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 to your point. It's not one where you're like, hey, it's a sunny Saturday
0: morning. Let's fire up the deer hunter. No, dude, jo- John Cazale, greatest IMDb in the history of movies.
1: His presence in the movie almost casts a shadow over it because he died so young. You know, when I watch Dog Day Afternoon, I'm like. I can't believe we didn't get like another twenty years with this guy. Dude, he's so awesome films, in Dog Day Man. Five
0: films, and they're all amazing.
1: Do you do you know what they are? I know yes. it's Dog Day, Godfather one and two, and Deer um, Hunter. Deer Hunter.
0: What, what's the last one? It's got our guy in it. Oh my gosh, Francis Ford what? Coppola.
1: It's a Francis. It's another Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, is it a? Uh, he's not an Apocalypse now, is he?
0: Conversation.
1: Oh. I totally forgot. I have, that's like one of the ones I have not seen recently. Like I've probably seen that like three or four years ago. So mm-hmm. I need to watch that one again. Yeah, Harrison Ford's good in that too, man. Random Harrison early role. It's fun to yep. see him when he's early doing the Francis Ford Coppola thing and the yep. and the and the George Lucas thing prior mm-hmm. to making it big.
0: You know who Kazel was married to? Well, he
1: wasn't married, wasn't he? A partner with Streep. I
0: thought they were married.
1: I don't think they got married, but I think they were very serious there were, partners. They're were, were a couple. Right. Which is
0: insane. I mean, Jesus Christ! Imagine that.
1: Well, I mean, just come on, guys. That's not. It's not fair to have that much talent.
0: No, I mean, he literally has the best IMDb ever. He's like the Jordan. Jordan went to six finals, won six finals. John Cazale is in five movies. They're five of the greatest movies ever. Five of the greatest movies of the seventies. I mean, that's insane.
1: And, and it's not lip service either. It's just no. it, it's not and it's not like. Oh, it's just because this guy was so great. It's it was a little bit of luck. It's just kind of one of those things that happens. He also happens to be really good. Yes. If you want to want to see how good John Cazale is, in my opinion, like just turn on Dog Day Afternoon if you haven't seen it. The whole movie, he's mm-hmm. really good in that. And then I love the scene in Godfather Two when he's fighting with Mike.
0: I'm smart. I, I'm smart. <laughs> I know things. So
1: he's great he's doing these weird like
0: but it's funny
1: react because it's so real because yes. you know like when you're so pissed you like phlegm something up or like you say something sure. silly he did that
0: because he's in the yeah. moment in
1: acting it's really and good he's man. so
0: good at that character because you you have a track record with the character that you know that he's he's he screws up when vito gets shot right away in the first one he's kind of the dumb guy that you know he's not you know where he is as a character because he's done a, such a great job of building that backstory and so that's how he would react he's this weak guy he's always been pushed around everyone knows that he's the, the stupid one
1: and he's setting it up in the party scene yeah. when he's got that bimbo wife that he brought and he's such a passive little like just a just rocco, a little remember? jerk
0: rocco comes up and's like mike says you take, take care, take of, care it. of it all right or, I or do. i'm gonna take care
1: of it yeah yeah now I'm gonna watch The Godfather. Damn too it, again, dude. I it's too. such <laughs> a good movie, man. I just I so love the good. vibe of them on the lake. Yes. I love the beginning when they have like the senators there and they're they did they, they, the guys trying to get the attempt. Frankie uh is trying to get the band to play the he plays the weasel. Yeah. How how like so then, this, then my question is how does Francis Ford Coppola go from that to like um the outsiders?
0: Dude, it's like just like i
1: i like the outsiders too joe but we've talked about this it's a little bit like a made for tv movie it it's like you go like from the sweeping drama that's elite like that The didn't you have like the conversation then you have apocalypse now all of these things i assume i, I feel are on this like master tier that's like mm-hmm. people reach for and never can't grab and then you have well, it's Rumble kind of not, i don't want to say a pedestrian movie, Outsiders. but it's a really yeah. localized movie in *The Outsiders*. Well, he's which started, has some amazing stuff in it, by the way. But it's he just started weird. Zotrope,
0: right? He started Zotrope Productions, it was like his production company. And I think it like really took some hits because, like, *Apocalypse Now*, which I believe Zotrope produced, was like massively over. But I mean, there's a documentary called *Heart of Darkness*, which is an incredible documentary about the making of that movie and how like intense and terrible it was there in the philippines it was horrible charlie sheen is there as a child you know of martin sheen like on the set it's like an incredible movie because you're like holy fuck how does this movie get made
1: by the way martin sheen in hindsight is like i was actually working through some alcoholism issues there while his son's with him on location that's insane Weird.
0: what and he agreed to get dr- hammered for the opening scene when he's like in the hotel room like having a breakdown he's really wasted there where are you at crazy. on martin sheen great I love him. Thank Not you. in enough. Not in enough. Though. Not in
1: enough. Didn't do enough. And then he got like somehow like cornered into some kind of corny roles. I thought in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I'm like, you're too good for this, Martin Shane.
0: Yeah. And then the West Wing, which he's good in, but it's like, it's like he, he came back with the West Wing. He's but, good but, dude, in the West Wing, dude. But I mean, dude, Badlands is so good. He's great. Oh my
1: God. Yeah. Young Martin Shane. You can see him like more so Amelia than charlie oh, me, you can I just agree. see emilio's face in him. yeah i really like emilio is not as good um neither charlie or emilio are as good as him but emilio had moments where i'm just like he reminded they just remind me of each other and i for love sure.
0: it for mm-hmm. sure young martin sheen good hair very good hair
1: great hair yeah. very nice and like natural part i don't know if he worked on that his entire life but it naturally just flows off into the yep. side a little bit good hair yeah very um you know what I'm, I'm gonna throw this out michael douglas hair vibes Very nice Michael Douglas hair. Mm -hmm. Very similar aging men with great head of hair that doesn't seem to go away.
0: That's right. Yeah, just goes white, same amount. Yeah. Good call. Second
1: podcast in a row that Joe, you and I have discussed hair on men. I don't know. We're both both forty year forty old white dudes.
0: (laughs) Dude, it's it's that clearly has some
1: kind of like you know. You see it. It's subconscious. It's fine. Let's move on.